Hello, dear listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Star Sage, coming to you from the Lady Tamara, Her Majesty's carriage. It is a sat- late, early Saturday afternoon. I was going to say late morning, but that sounds better. <laughs> I am just out and about, running some errands. Sit back, relax, grab a snack or a drink. You're in store for the next edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. So, how are you? And what are you up to? I hope that you have enjoyed the beginning of the fall season here in the North Americas. The turning of the leaves, or at least in uh, some parts of the country (laughs) where we actually experience seasons. As I get older, yeah, I know I'm still young, so I've been told. I'm more aware of (laughs) the uh, times of year where we tend to be a little more isolated. Yes, I'm talking about winter, but fear not, I won't be talking about that today. And uh, we will have uh, plenty of time to discuss that later. Because, you know, I am from New York State. If you've been uh, sleeping or living under a rock. (laughs) So, as I am uh, leaving the chateau, I'm heading out on a few errands. And... It's actually unseasonably warm here in not-quite-apple country. If I hadn't just glanced at the dash, I wouldn't have believed that it's 60 degrees out. Six zero! And we have been experiencing a fair amount of rain of late, but uh, we have since snapped back and it has warmed up out and well despite some grayness in the clouds it is for the most part a sunny day and what better way to experience the the palette of fall than to see the sun just illuminating all of this majesty, the the crayon box of autumn, (laughs) because uh, there are oranges, there are yellows, there's there's still some green that's just hanging on, and, you know, uh, like uh, the the quiet ones, because they say it's always the quiet ones, you know, it just takes... uh, the right person to tell an inappropriate joke and you get a little smirk and well, those are the leaves that are green still or still holding on they haven't quite gotten the ideal conditions to turn there aren't that many of them 
in fact, I would say at least half of the trees around uh, have lost half of their leaves. So you're not quite into the, the skeletons just yet. But, uh, you know, enough of the tourism and the leaf-peeping report. <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, yeah, I already asked that. Well, what am I up to? Yeah, I, I'm going to the store. I did say that, didn't I? I'm running errands. That's what we call it. That's, that's the fancy way of saying you're going to the store. I'm running errands. Makes you sound important, doesn't it? Like, uh... You know, if you want to meet me for coffee or something, you've got to contact my social secretary. I mean, honestly, like I'm going to be attending ribbon cutting ceremonies. But uh, (laughs) anyways, I'm headed to the store because, well, I know you're going to think this is a repeat. But, uh, you know, when we when I spoke to you last Chateau Star Sage had just opened their our arms to welcome in a new family member to uh, you know um, entertain the good intentions of our sweet boy who was so lost hearted, broken hearted when he had to say goodbye to his aunties. Well, <laughs> this is not a repeat, folks. You're not imagining it. I have another addition to the family. No, don't get too excited. I am not opening a uh, safe house. This is not DJ's home for wayward strays. Although, wouldn't that be wonderful to work with the animals and to help them and, you know, get them to find homes. Well, I've thought about that, but, uh, you know, as those of us who spend time with people that tend to nitpick details, I would have a hard time when it came to, uh, the sickly animals that, uh, maybe didn't stand a good chance of making it. Or even the uh, ones that were older that maybe didn't have long. I still love them, but I can't, uh, you know, step into the fray knowingly. So I will take my head off to those of you who can manage to do that because. I have been through that too much recently. Anyways, so yes, getting back to the point. We have welcomed a second addition to the family. And uh, this came recently after visiting the same store that we found our Siona at. Um, it's it's a journey, folks, because we, we spotted this kitty... Who seemed like she needed a second chance and we had every intention of bringing this girl home because again we, we have a boy and we have one girl and in our experience 
it's best to have more girls than boys in the cat world at least of course you know you you could strike uh, gold and find that perfect little boy which I think we we already have I don't know that there could be two in this world and certainly I'm not lucky enough to have them both in my house (laughs) but uh, we were going to adopt this girl and her name was the best part of it all she was Daisy but sweet Daisy she needed more help than we could give her because um, you know you can't blame folks but the volunteers at the shelter who had brought her in to be placed they perhaps did not uh, give the most detailed analysis analysis that 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 of her personality Uh, when hubby went to spend some time at the store where she was he sat there for an hour because he well you know you want to get to know them and despite the uh, misconceptions of this being the lonely girl that nobody wanted because she wasn't a kitten and uh, you know was just misunderstood well turns out Miss Daisy's got some demons and sadly as usual it's probably because her humans broke her heart Daisy was given up by her family and Shelters often will give you the the quick and dirty, the short explanation of what they feel happened. And oftentimes it just says, too many cats on there. Now that could mean that somebody was a hoarder, or the kitties were in a, a colony situation. That means they were strays and living in an abandoned house. Uh, or, you know... Um, Something else could have happened, but too many cats, that's just a blanket term, and it just doesn't tell me enough, and, well, Miss Daisy, she was given up by her humans, had her heart broken, and she sat in the window, and I wish we could have taken her home. It did break our own hearts to realize that she had aggression issues. She didn't care for affection she had had a life of disappointment and when hubby spent an hour with her he learned that the little nips the little nibbles that cats actually normally do as a sign of affection like a teething baby that's their way of taking ownership of you And uh, it's not meant to harm because they won't break the skin. But Daisy, she was not um, violent, but Miss Daisy had some demons. And so Hubby and I were both heartbroken after he spent an hour with her while I was at work, because it was his day off, to learn that Miss Daisy, she was not the perfect fit to the puzzle of our family that we had hoped for and uh, 
what was the most difficult about that was when I went to meet her before hubby spent the hour with her another day I found I saw some characteristics in her yes this is breed profiling people it's the animal equivalent to racial profiling in the police force breed profiling um it's uh based on a it was in an animal movie and I forgot the name of it right now but anyways Daisy was a tortoiseshell kitty and uh, her markings were quite similar to the beautiful senior girl Goldie that we lost the other month and when I looked at Daisy I thought to myself inside is a girl who's as sweet and as loving as Goldie and she's just misunderstood and I need to bring her home well (laughs) boy was I wrong I mean okay the potential is still there for that to happen but uh, just as people who might seek out a specific uh, degree for their, their career or their industry in the workforce there are places that specialize in that uh, attention to detail and uh, I just don't feel having lost two seniors so soon after each other that I was or hubby was the person who could give her that time because we also had two others at home so in reality that shelter should have labeled Daisy as being a cat that needed to be an only pet. And I certainly hope that they have amended her file to say that because she's not going to get a fair chance. She ideally needs a adult of independent means who uh, can give her the love and the care that some deeper pockets might require. So... That was a mild amount of disappointment, but, you know, um, some might say that when um, <laughs> hydrogen opens clo- or closes a door, when, when uh, well, the almighty, but I'll say hydrogen, when hydrogen closes the door, he opens a window, or they open a window, and uh, only a space or two away in the store was a young little girl a kitten actually she's seven months named Sapphire I know such an adorable name she's like a precious gem and while we did not have our sights set on a kitten because we are one for hard luck cases we want to help those in need who may not get what they need I saw we saw this young thing and uh, she had the most beautiful markings to me she looks like yes it's going to be a food analogy hello Uh, not exactly uh, modeling for underwear here Uh, but uh, I, I guess there are you know plus size models these days but 
anyways, Miss Sapphire, goodness, she has the coloring of a cinnamon donut with some powdered sugar, so she's, she's kind of a painted lady, she's got some white spots, she's got some gray, and there's a little bit of rusty in there too, and oh, I didn't want to fall for a kitten, but hubby kept trying to talk me into her. People applied to adopt her, and we thought to ourselves, there's no way we're going to get a kitten. They're far too popular. You know, it's it's the hot item for Christmas this year, they say. And, uh, <laughs> well, whoever was applying for her uh, didn't have the mustard, couldn't cut the mustard. And lo and behold, we get a call saying... She's yours to bring home. We've still water. So, of course, we did. Hubby took her home while I was working. And uh, actually, it was uh, after work. I went straight home to feed the kids. And Hubby went to go pick up our new addition. She's only been with us a few days, folks. But she is such a love bug. She is so social. Now, of course, the the long and short of that is that she's young, so uh, she's lucky because she hasn't uh, led a troubled life. She hasn't had humans disappoint her or break her heart. So, of course, she's going to love, you know, like they say, uh, dance like no one's watching. She's going to love like she's never had her heart broken before. And uh, this little girl is just so affectionate it's like holding a warm loaf of bread but this one she craves the affection and will throw herself at you she reminds me so much in spirit of our dearly departed Goldie she will give you headbutts and that's you know for those of you who are not quote unquote cat people that is one of the highest compliments you could be paid because anything a cat does physically in that they're rubbing on you or uh, you know like your legs if they're if you're standing or if they're using their face to rub on you that's that's scent marking other cats can tell when something has been marked And when a human has been rubbed in the face by a cat, that cat loves you and adores you and has claimed you for themselves. They want the other cats to know that this is my human. So it's the highest compliment you can receive. And Sapphire hands them out like Girl Scout cookies. Everyone have some. It's just freaking amazing and adorable, and I cannot believe we are so lucky to have found her. Now, that being said, we have a middle child who's only been in her home over a month and a half, who is slightly jealous of the kitten. Now, this is one of the reasons I didn't want a kitten, but it's not a problem. We just have to evenly divide our time, but... Uh, Miss Siona is uh, not as much about the affection as Sapphire. 
So she sees her as sort of uh, like the, you know, uh, well-mannered church-going lady who dresses appropriately and doesn't flash her business. And uh, Siona is looking at Sapphire like, I don't know who you think you are, girl, but I'm not having it. (laughs) And, uh, well, like I said, it's just a matter of trying to figure out how to evenly divide our time because I certainly don't want the bond that I've built with Siona since I've shared my room with her so often to fade away because nothing is or little is more defeating than uh, seeing disappointment not only in a person's eyes but in an animal's eyes because Uh, As we all know, animals offer us unconditional love, at least until uh, they've had their hearts broken. (laughs) So, uh, you know, and we speak from experience on that, so... But uh, I am uh, almost at my destination. I'm going to be picking up a new dish for Miss Siona, or... Sorry... Miss Sapphire, we tend to keep these dishes that are elevated a little bit and are tilted somewhat because, uh, well, our pets shouldn't be eating off the floor. You know, if 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 they're straining their neck to get to the dish, they could be causing themselves some problems because, you know, we wonder why our animals get sick and you know, choke and whatnot. And, uh, well, you can, uh, (laughs) make considerations for that. It's called an elevated dish, folks. And the ones that are slightly tilted are to help them get to the food without choking. And that's what I'm about to go get for Miss Sapphire because, uh, we had some already in the house, of course, so we have plenty to go around until, well, (laughs) one of us broke one. I won't say who, but uh, I'm also going to drop by Hubby's store at the the Statue Emporium and uh, meet his new boss. I, I have it on good authority that his boss goes to our church, if you know what I mean. And, uh, Well, that doesn't really matter, but um, he started this job a month and a half ago, and the manager at the time has uh, since been transferred to another location, and I have heard nothing but good things about this new manager, so uh, I will uh, tell you more in a bit. Okay, continuing on, I've picked up the item, I've stopped by Hubby's store, and met his current boss. I say current, because, uh, well, (laughs) more to come on that here. And, uh, I'm actually getting a wee bit peckish, so, um... I'm going to be stopping by one of those 
drive-through experiences on my way back to the chateau, where I will uh, shortly commence with my traditional (laughs) routine Saturday afternoon of gaming. No, I don't play those chest-thumping games with the shoot-em-up action and talking to your team online, no, no, no. I'm, uh, oh, I've decided to revisit a page from uh, my past, well, not my past, but uh, go back to a game that I haven't played in a while, Star Trek Online. You can play for free if you have a PC or I think a Mac or a PlayStation 4. Uh, and you can choose to be one of several factions. I think Klingon, Federation, Romulan, and even within that, there are time frames. I've played several different time frames. I've played as a Romulan. I probably won't ever play as a Klingon because, well, they're just not my favorite. And I honestly think they're overused. But uh, I have started a new character, and I'm playing as a Federation, as a Starfleet officer, but in the time frame, or at least the first two seasons of Star Trek Discovery, so the uh, 23rd century, just a couple of decades or so, before the adventures of Kirk and the Enterprise. And since this uh, is set, or was at least written and created in the time before the uh, USS Discovery and Michael Burnham and crew catapulted into the 32nd century, this is, as I said, 23rd century before Kirk, and it's the original Discovery uniforms, the the sort of stylized jumpsuits with the silk-screened uh, Delta shields, tiny on the sides, and the little fold-over collar with the rank there. Anyways, so I'm playing uh, a Discovery-era storyline, and I haven't gotten very far just yet because I only started the other day. But my character has purple hair. Because why not? I mean, I've got blue. And uh, I was approached by a younger person on social media not long ago who just made the assumption that because my hair was a fun color that I was an older person. And by older, I mean above 50 or maybe even retirement age. And, well... I'm not having that just yet, so I let uh, the young Padawan (laughs) know that uh, my hair is the color that it is because I was an uncle at 11. I have siblings who are all older than me, and uh, I have nephews this young man's age, so that was my answer. My hair is this color, basically, because you've 
folks like you have driven me to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. In just a couple months, I'll be having another birthday. Or will I? <laughs> Do they happen if you don't celebrate them? I don't know. It is just another year after all. But, uh, you know, point of fact, when that new year comes up, we'll be that little bit closer to my favorite event, the Mid-Atlantic Sci-Fi Extravaganza, known as Farpoint. It's a convention I have been going to since I was a teen. I took a, a fair number of years off because I was living out west, and uh, I want to say it's been going on for 35 plus years now, and this year they are finding themselves having to find a new home is the venue, the hotel that was their prior home well, it's been uh, racking up the items on the old maintenance list and though they've been through several owners, it's been decided it's just too expensive to keep up, so it's going to be <laughs> redeveloped, uh, raised, uh, flattened, turned probably into a car dealership or an apartment complex, and uh, I'm a little sad because that place has many fun memories. It's not your typical box hotel, has some character, and, uh, well, it was rife for uh, big events. Just a, a lot of event space carefully arranged out of the way of the guest rooms and it was just a delight. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not looking forward to the next far point because it is really my, my only chance to get out of Dodge. Um, and they have actually just announced that they've located their new home about 20 minutes south of Hunt Valley in Pikesville at a Doubletree Hotel, which actually uh, thrills the heck out of me because one of my first jobs out of college was I worked for a hotel company, and I have a fondness for certain brands and well, while I don't travel that much, <laughs> I, uh, I am fond of the legends. Doubletree has a reputation for hospitality, and okay, it's a boot thing. Their trademark is, or at least it used to be, that they had warm chocolate chip cookies awaiting guests upon check-in. But, um, it's just a nice little touch. And I've seen some pictures of this property. It looks pretty nice. I'm not going to say that it's got as much personality as the old hotel, but uh, it shows more promise than other places the event has been at, which hasn't been many because they've pretty much stayed at that same hotel, the uh, the Marriott Hunt Valley Inn. It's been a, it's been a Wyndham. It's been a Delta I don't know if it's been a Ramada or a Radisson, whatever. But anyways, 
that's going to be the weekend of February 9th. And my understanding is that the um, the big guest on that is Miss Tawny Newsom. She is a voice actress who does the voice of the lead character in Star Trek Lower Decks, the animated series about the junior officers who are striving to make careers for themselves despite struggles on a <laughs> lesser-known ship, the ship that doesn't necessarily get to have all the important jobs. And, uh, it, you know, uh, Star Trek Lower Decks has actually been in its uh, fourth season, so it's been around a while. If you haven't checked it out, I would encourage you to. It's a different style of Star Trek, certainly. It's animated, and um, the focus is on humor. You're supposed to laugh at life, not take things too seriously, and uh, what better way than sort of a an office setting, in this case, on a ship. So think of it like The Office meets, I don't know, have there been any shows sit on a military vessel? <laughs> So, oh uh, yes, and uh, that brings me back to hobby and uh, workplace. Now, I've been at Grand Barn for a year now, and I can happily say I have never felt more appreciated with any employer. Of course, I've actually probably never been, or at least for the majority of my working life, never been at anywhere that didn't have less than 200 employees, so uh, in, in one building, mind you, I feel thoroughly appreciated and recognized and utilized with uh, the brand Barn, and my boss and I have a good working relationship, we're basically, we're practically friends, and uh, if we actually lived <laughs> in the same area, you know, we we might actually do things together. I can't believe that uh, I'm a stone's throw from my mid-century, and I am just now getting to the point where I, uh, I have a, a good friendship with my co-workers. But uh, on the flip side of the coin... Hubby, he is, uh, well, he's flipping the coin again, and uh, through no fault of his own, the, the mismanaged store that he's at is on their second manager since he joined them a month and a half ago, and there's been some workplace drama that I can't get into, but it's uh, contributed to the cultivation of a toxic environment and basically the best solution at this point is going to be for hubby to look for other employment and uh, lo and behold uh, as as things happen in the world of retail an old acquaintance has come knocking on his door and said I need someone like you in my store because uh, these folks, they ain't cutting it. More to come in a moment.
So yes, uh, I'm not going to tally the score because this is my husband that we're talking about here. And, uh, well, (laughs) I not long ago myself was uh, starting over in my career. But as they say, he is uh, damn lucky that he's so cute and I love him because damn girl get out of retail (laughs) and that's a little hypocritical coming from me because I basically have the last job in my industry in the area so I don't really have room to talk but the silver lining for hubby, at least, is that he will be able to, if he if he decides to go with this job, he will be working for the manager that he had at the Gnome Zone, not just four months ago, I guess, before that company went under. And uh, this is a company that's been around a while. It's another store job, but it's uh, an assistant manager position. So it's, you know, more administrative and uh, scheduling and staffing and less of the physical work that he has been doing of late. Although these days in retail... There are no guarantees because uh, you don't have people who are dedicated to one task. You don't have a you know a, a, a dock employee. You don't have a register employee. You, know, you don't have somebody who grabs the carts. Everyone takes a turn at doing that each day, and uh, a lot of stores quietly kept, have fewer than a dozen employees sometimes, depending on the size of the operation. So it's not to say that he won't ever do those physical jobs again, but there's less of a chance if he uh, takes this position. Uh, I'm going to think about a good name for this place. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I haven't come up with it yet. More to come later on that, but the timing. Is there ever a good time to change jobs, really? <laughs> I mean, sure, you can plan and you could put some money away and uh, anticipate, you know, I'm going to move, I'm going to save money and da 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 da. But uh, if, if, you are in a relationship, if you are in a household where you plan things together, is there ever a good time for these things? I'm going to get off the bandwagon in a moment, but the holidays are coming, folks. And uh, also, the uh, aforementioned convention is just around the corner. And what that all means is for the fourth year in a row, I'm still 
not going to be able to go on a trip with my husband because work beckons. Is it any wonder that we got two kittens, well, not kittens, kitties, when our girls passed? Because, you know, if you can't travel, you might as well fill your boat with love because there ain't that much more you're doing in life. <laughs> I love my putties. They are my life. Like I said, I would consider volunteering to help the underprivileged and animals, but uh, it would just be too difficult for me in the end, so to speak. But uh, I, I have happy thoughts. Fall is one of my favorite times of year. I'm going to go home. I'm going to play some games. I'm going to have some quality time. My, my little fur babies. And um, I am actually looking forward to the next episode of Matinee Minutia, that show I do about film and television trivia with my nerd brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Mr. Toppy Smelly. And that's going to be on this coming Friday, November 3rd. And we're going to be discussing a mid to late 70s comedy mystery. And I believe it's the directorial debut of Mel Brooks. And uh, this is a, a cast that you just can't miss because uh, it's got some big names in there. It's Mel Brooks. Harvey Corman, you know, the guy that was a star of so many episodes of Carol Burnett's show? And, uh, Cloris Leachman! You know, the, the lady that, uh, would often alternate contracts with Betty White whenever she turned down a job? <laughs> I know. Cloris Leachman's been in so many things I can't count them. But uh, we're going to be discussing the 77 comedy mystery, High Anxiety. No better time for it than just before the holidays, because, you know, spending time with family <laughs> tests your nerves sometimes. And, um, well, High Anxiety is about uh, the cast, of course. But uh, a handful of stories where people challenge their neuroses, their psychoses, the the things that test their their measure, their sanity, and uh, they either rise to the occasion or they crumble, and that's all to be beheld in high anxiety. So stop by our chat room on Discord. Go to matineeminutia.com on Friday, November 3rd at 9 p.m. You can also view our video and listen to it if you're busy doing things like, you know, vacuuming or planning your lunches for the week. Uh, on YouTube, we have fun doing the show, and sometimes we even wear fun outfits and, uh, you know, set ourselves in exotic locations just like a high budget movie so 
do us a favor and drop by and check out the show. You should enjoy yourself. You will enjoy yourself. That's right. That sounds better. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then. All right, folks. Enjoy the fall before it turns to the coldest time of the year. And, uh, you know, be sure to watch your calendars because some of us are changing our clocks in a couple of weeks. You don't want to be late to work, folks. (laughs) All right. That is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye.